Hey guys, welcome to my weekly series called Real Talk on Your Best Life. On these minisodes, Luca and I lift the curtain and talk about what's on our minds day to day, just trying to live our best life. Welcome back to Your Best Life podcast with Anna Victoria and Luca. Hello, everyone. So today we are going to chat about a topic that is very serious. Um, it's kind of a bit of a problem <laughs> that I've noticed that, you know, not only I run into, but a lot of women, and that is about pregnancy shaming. Obviously, it's something that I've been experiencing because I am pregnant right now. Um, I had heard about it before and I had seen kind of influencers or celebrities like, you know, people with a platform speaking out about it, but I never realized how bad it really was. Yes, I obviously don't have a lot to add on this topic. (laughs) So I'm going to do what all guys should do in this case, which is sit back and listen. (laughs) Okay. I mean, feel free to chime in anytime. I still, you know, love to hear what you think about it. I mean, we've chatted about it. And I think that your response is anytime I get these comments, you're just like, what is wrong with people? (laughs) You know? Yes. So, you know, pretty much I would say as soon as I announced my pregnancy, oh man, the comments started rolling in of just people almost projecting their own fears onto me and their own insecurities and their own really misunderstandings. And I want to say here that I think a lot of these things, while some people truly are just unhappy people, you know, people will project that onto you. I think that there's an education piece that is really missing. And 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 that's not something that I that I would criticize someone for and say like that they're such a horrible person because they they can only help it so much but I also don't want to excuse it and ever say that it's okay to criticize someone just because you're uneducated on it but I do prefer to take the route of using this as an opportunity to educate people rather than just be like oh you're just a hater like no there's there's something deep down there's a reason you know why people pregnancy shame or you know just have that tendency and I and I do think also before I get into the specifics here what I've noticed is that it's a cultural thing too it really depends on what culture you come from um you know a lot of Americans I feel like are somewhat you know used to women working out but there are other countries where it is not accepted at all like I literally got a dm from a woman who said Anna in my country It is not normal to do any sort of physical activity when you're pregnant. And I have to admit, when I first saw you working out pregnant, I was shocked. And like, I couldn't believe that you would do that to to your baby. Yeah. Uh, In Italy, it's just now getting to be normal. Right. Right. And yeah, when she said that, when she said, like, I couldn't believe you were doing that to your baby, but now... I've, I've learned and I know that not only is it okay, not, it's not bad for your baby, but it's great for you and the baby. And she's like, I'm sorry that I ever thought that. And that really blew me away. I so appreciated the honesty. Yeah, that's a good message. Oh gosh. Really honest and good. Yep. Yeah. And so pretty much, you know, early on in my pregnancy, um, a lot of you know that we struggled to conceive and it was a long road to get here. 
Um, did I have some fears surrounding working out? Absolutely. Cause this is my first time being pregnant, you know, and I just felt like, am I squishing her in there? You know, like I had some fears. And by the way, you had the SCH, what's, what's it called? SCH, the subchorionic hematoma. For the first three months. So yeah, you were like kind of yeah. on, almost on bed rest. I was, yeah, I was on, um, light bed rest and pelvic rest. And so I couldn't work out. And so once I did start to work out, I definitely had those fears. Like, I don't think that it's wrong to, you know, to, to be worried about your pregnancy. I think that's a very normal, natural feeling, but when it, it, the problem is that when you're, you know, telling a pregnant woman things to the, to such an extreme of how are you so vain how do you care so much about what you look like that you're putting your baby in harm's way? This is what's not okay. Yeah, yeah. Those are the types of messages that I was getting when I'm posting my workout videos. And I just was like, first of all, do you not know anything about me and my like brand and my message? Like it's never been about what I look like. And so like that was really offensive to get those messages for someone to even insinuate that about me as a person to begin with. Then taking it to the next level of implying that I'm putting my baby in harm's way, which is just not accurate. Literally yeah. it is not scientifically accurate. So um, it was really tough, but like I do think that I have... Um, I've always had a backbone. I think I've talked on this podcast before how my dad really raised me to stand up for myself. And this was another area that I was like, you know what, like these people are projecting, you know, their own insecurities on me or just their own ignorance. And I can't help so much the insecurity part, but I can help the education piece. And so that is where I just wanted to take that opportunity. And even now to say like, Obviously, this should probably be the disclaimer before anything is said to get doctor's approval, to get clearance from your doctor, because there absolutely are cases where you shouldn't be working out. Like, and I, I don't ever want to represent that it's just so easy, like just every single pregnant woman can work out. My best friend had placenta previa. She had, um, her baby was transverse and she was in a lot of pain her entire pregnancy and could not move without pain. Like she was not allowed or able to work out. Like there absolutely are those cases. But I think that a lot of people just automate to that. They automate to, to like, oh, you're pregnant. All of a sudden, like you can't lift a finger, Luca. I've caught you <laughs> sometimes. I've caught you being like, no, 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 let me do it. And I look at you and I'm like, Luca. I'm pregnant, <laughs> like I'm not incapable of, you know, doing anything. There are some cases for in my head, like when there is, you know, exercises with the purpose is one thing, right? Mm -hmm. But when you need to lift very heavy stuff at home, like uh, what's that? Like what? Why? No. Or is okay. It just okay. Me? I but I don't try to lift very heavy stuff. There there have been like little times that I'm just like Luca. Like this is like a normal routine, just part of being a human being. Like you don't need to do everything for me, which like I appreciate it. You okay, know, and it's just because okay. you, <laughs> you know, you care so much. But j just saying, I've had to catch you a few times being no, like, yeah, okay. for sure, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, um, you know, pretty much the main points about working out during pregnancy, I will say what I've learned from so many of you girls that are listening that have been a part of the FBG community that have been doing the Fit Body Guides and now the Fit Body app is that so many of you shared with me that when you, you prior to FBG, 
you had a pregnancy and delivered a baby and had the postpartum, you know, journey. Then you started FBG and your pregnancy and delivery were night and day from the first one because of the strength and the endurance and even the mental strength that you've gained from from your FBG journey. And that always blew me away. And this has been like years and years I've been told this. And so I just always thought like, if I will be so lucky to be able to work out in my pregnancy, since there are some medical scenarios that would be outside of my control. So as long as I'm able, I want to work out during my pregnancy because I want to prepare myself for the marathon that is birth. And as long, as long as I, you know, am able to have a vaginal unmedicated birth, because of course there are also cases, there's so many disclaimers I have to add here. <laughs> there's cases where, where you medically need a C-section with, which if that ends up being the case for us, we'll be fine with, but nevertheless, I want to be prepared. And I also, you know, as much as I will say, and Luca, you can, you can attest to this. I have taken taken a break a bit in my pregnancy. Absolutely. With my workouts. Like I used to work out six days a week. Now I work out three days a week. Also the intensity is very different. You're doing pregnancy workout. Just the intensity overall is very different from your old it workouts, is, obviously. You know what's so crazy is the intensity is so low and it is still so hard. <laughs> like, <laughs> you are carrying a baby. <laughs> I know. I get out of breath so easily now. And so that, but that's great. Like, you know, I'm still able to push my cardiovascular endurance in a safe way while being pregnant without needing to beat my body into the ground, you know? And in, at the same time, my eating has loosened up as well. Like I'm still prioritizing getting enough protein, Oh my gosh, every single doctor has hammered home to me about how important protein is for the baby. Yeah. So I, I always tell them, I'm like, oh, I'm good. I, I got that part down. <laughs> but I definitely have like, instead of being like 90-10 or 80-20, it's been like 70-30, 60-40, you know. If you guys don't know what that refers to, it refers to like the percentage of like 80% eating whole natural foods and the other 20% just like indulging and eating whatever you want. So really, you know, I've, I, I've just known that I've wanted to take care of my body in a way to prepare it, not only for the birth, but for the postpartum period. I'm not talking about the mental and emotional side because postpartum depression is a very serious thing that you cannot prepare for and cannot control. But physically, I want to be able to hold my baby and get up and down once I'm recovered with, you know, as least pain possible or just with as much strength as possible. And I don't feel like that is, how is that bad for you? Like, how is that a bad thing to do? You know, I, I feel like people yeah. are just so, they're just so used to pregnant women. Um, I don't want to say this because I actually had someone reach out that was not very happy about me using this term. Um, I want to share it because a lot of people do use this term and may maybe may not be aware that it could be offensive. But I said in, in a post that I did that pregnancy is not a disability. And so many women related to that. And they were like, yes, thank you. It's not a disability. So many people treated me like I was disabled. But I did have someone reach out that said, hey, my daughter is actually disabled. Like, please don't use that term so lightly. And I and I respect that and I understand that. And so I want to bring that up just, you know, to bring awareness to that, to that topic and that, that it is something very serious not to joke about, but it is something that people do treat women when they're pregnant. Like all of a sudden they're these fragile little creatures and you're not. And I think only giving into that 
and allowing yourself to just be a couch potato your entire pregnancy, like if it is because you're you're not able to work out or you don't feel good, that's one thing, but it it doesn't help you in your postpartum journey. And this has nothing to do with the way you look. This has everything to do with the way that you feel and literally your physical ability to, you know, take care of your baby. Um, So the other thing that a lot of people don't know is that um, diastasis recti is something that where when your abs separate um, from doing exercises incorrectly or even like just you don't even need to be working out. Something as simple as laying down in the bed and sitting straight up when you're in your third trimester can cause that diastasis recti. So for me, focusing on strengthening my transverse abdominis muscles, doing diaphragm breathing, it has been a huge part of me trying to prevent this injury from happening um, and also strengthening my, my posterior chain. So when you think about working out when you're pregnant, you have to re- like realize that your belly is growing, like you're going to become very front heavy. So you need a strong posterior chain, which are the muscles all along your backside. So from your glutes, your hamstrings, your erector spinae muscles, which are the muscles that line, you know, your back on the, um, on each side of your spine, pretty much every single muscle on your backside of your body is a part of your posterior chain. And that's what you want to focus on strengthening because of um, your growing belly and kind of balancing that out. But this is not just limited to pregnancy, guys. Like obviously these are things that you would want to focus on strengthening even before you get pregnant. And I do think that that is one really big reason why I have been able to continue working out in my pregnancy. It's just tough because you just don't want to do anything new in your pregnancy that you your body wasn't used to doing pre-pregnancy. So, you know, yeah, I just feel like if people only knew about all these things that were benefits to not just, you know, your baby and to the delivery, but to you and your body and your mental well-being, I, I, I would like to think that people wouldn't be as critical of women in their pregnancy. Um... But, you know, I think that if there's one thing I've learned is that it's, it's just getting started <laughs> with like mom. I, I mean, I, I hate to have I feel like that's a bit of a pessimistic point of view, but just like already like the mom shaming, the pregnancy shaming, like every little decision that you make, there's going to be a lot of criticism around. Um, I thank God for that backbone that my dad gave me, <laughs> you know, because it, it is tough to get those messages. But um for me personally, I always just like to approach it from a point of, you know, if they're if they're sharing that criticism, if they're being negative, while there's no excuse for it, it's usually for one of a few reasons, either their own insecurities, which I can't help. And, you know, I, I, I shouldn't be taking on those insecurities. Um, but if it's an education piece and that's something that I can help and that's what I would rather focus on, it's also a lot less emotionally draining. So that is the end of our chat about pregnancy shaming. Um, I hope this was helpful and in some way inspired you hopefully to, you know, not listen to the people who might be criticizing you and maybe use it as an opportunity to educate them. I hope you enjoyed it and we'll talk to you guys later.